Welcome to the Gnostic Deluge. I'm Mark. <laughs> you kicked the camera. Oh, I did. <laughs> Just keep going. Who cares? All right. Should we keep on going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I'm Brandon. And we're here to talk all things extra biblical, non biblical, controversial. Controversial. Yeah, so we wanted to start in the beginning, kind of. Yeah. Not quite, but... Um, a little bit after the beginning, if the beginning was before humans came around, right? So a little bit after the beginning. After humans came around, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we we picked today, uh, well, I guess the... Oh, wait, yeah, where's again. the better one? The first go. and second books of, of uh, Adam and Eve... Here's one. Here's a copy, too. Different yeah. translation. And uh, so we wanted to, yeah, just kind of get into some of the things that happened to them after. But actually, I kind of got into this. Um, started talking to Brandon a couple month ago or so. Yeah, it's been, a few, it's been several several weeks. Listening to Graham Hancock. Oh, actually, is, that what, is, on that Joe what, is that what uh, spurred this? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, actually, that's what got me kind of like, dang, man, why didn't we ever, ever do... Uh, yeah, it got me back into... I'm drinking a ginger beer, by the way. Do you yeah. want one, Brandon? Um, yeah, I'll take one. I'm just checking after you kick the camera if it's actually still centered. I think it's good enough. <clears throat> we can yeah. stop this. No. This is, <laughs> a, this is the way it should be. Like, it's too late. Obviously, but... this is unscripted, and we are, like, not afraid to kick the camera and to stutter a little bit, so... Yeah. So, um... But anyway, I was listening to Graham Hancock and he was talking about the kind of the similarities in all the different uh, traditions, you know, sacred yeah. traditions oh, of, yeah. of uh, the deluge, the flood. And actually, that's where we got the name. Gnostic deluge. Yeah. So we'll it's, see like a flood of, it's a flood of knowledge. The flood of knowledge. This so, has nothing to do with Gnostic as in necessary like, yeah like a gnostic uh religious tradition we are not then talk about the cosmos and um god being you know, a woman or anything we're talking this well is about, we might eventually yeah that get that, it could get to that but yeah thanks mark should i try this on should i try this right now yeah live mm. spicy oh that's good i love a good ginger beer so here's Scoot over a little bit. Like this? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, so here we are, a couple weeks later, ready to talk. Yeah. Um, Can I get one quick, one, one quick uh, history? Yeah. Just the, the, other, the other thing that Mark did not mention is we actually first came across the, the, tech, the Adam and Eve, um, first and second Adam and Eve texts, probably about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So we're, this is not like we didn't pick this up from Amazon a few weeks ago. Oh no, yeah, yeah. It was a there's a teacher Bruce Porter, the legend Bruce Porter, Bruce H Porter. Anyway, there's the legend, them, and yeah. hopefully we can eventually get him on this show. But because <laughs> he has he knows so much, he's just like a wealth of knowledge, and uh, he 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 recommended because actually we were talking about the Book of Enoch. <clears throat> yeah, we and he said that there was a compilation that has the Book of Enoch and also some stuff with Adam and Eve. So we picked it up. Let me so my copy real quick. We, there's, there's one more copy here. Oh yeah, we um, this is an old. I think this is the first one we grabbed, right? When the two of us grabbed these, 
books Whoa. many years ago. It's got somebody's phone number in it. Yeah, this was bought and used, obviously. Didn't we get that at... Yeah. Book, Bookman's or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that, yeah. But, yeah. So there's a lot of different different versions out there. Copies, if you, you can get your hands on it cheap. Um, yeah. The uh, Before we get started on Adam and Eve, if you want to find a cheap way to get the books of Adam and Eve, like Mark said, there is a book called The Lost Books of the Bible and The Forgotten Books of Eden. Yeah, and and the and includes many different uh, pseudepigraphic and apocryphic texts, and the books of Adam and Eve are just two of them in here. So. Yeah, it's got like the child, the uh, <clears throat> baby infancy gospels, which is really crazy, like Jesus stuff about when he was a ba- a kid yeah, growing up. Stories when he was. It a ain't kid. easy being the son of God. Let's no, just say no, no. And having all that power, it's just a hard <laughs> thing to live with. And then there's. And then isn't there? Doesn't oh, this has like Maccabees, yeah, more of Barnabas. Yeah, some of them are more common than others. Yeah. So anyway, um, but one of the interesting things, and actually, I thought that this would be interesting. I wrote, I got some notes here. I saw the notes. I'm like, I those are notes already. But uh, that the in in the Genesis account, it only ta- there's only two chapters really on Adam and Eve. Is that it? This That's two? it. Yeah. So. The one of the things is that, and it uh, that uh, that I mean, that's all the information really you have about Adam and Eve. So the rest of it comes from <laughs> stories that people tell, yeah, because there's all these rumors about, oh, well, what was the fall and what was blah blah, you know, and you're, you're like, well, it doesn't really even say. And different religious traditions have like a kind of like a lore about Adam and Eve mm-hmm. that doesn't come out of the Genesis doesn't come out of the book of Genesis at all but yet everybody kind of believes it and so i think that one of the sources for all that might be from the this what the the, the, sec, the, the first and the second book of Adam and Eve yeah i was when we were reading through this i i did notice that there was things that i had always believed or i had always heard but i never knew where it came from yeah so exactly well so and, uh, okay, well, do you just want to get into it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I... Uh, I, I oh, wait. What, no, we were talking about when um, the book came about. Okay. When so they believed. So what were you saying This about is super that? not... Yeah, this is, like, not about the book, but just to get this out of the way, um, this... I'm going to count the amount of time to say, um, too, by the way. This text is dated around 300 CE. And that's because um, they, they, they do feel that the different translators who, who have... C-E or A-C-E? C-E. Wait, that's B-C? <laughs> <laughs> I hate these new terminologies. Just keep it as it. So the, the, reason why, error. the reason why Marsh confused is because the copy that he has is like 1927, right? Is yeah. When it was published. Oh, yeah. And this is back when they started. This was back when they still used B-C and A-D. And so we're looking at dates, and the the translator oh, is that's... like, "Oh, this is from three hundred around three hundred A.D." But the one, uh, yeah, the text yeah, yeah. that I was reading is a it's a newer translation from Joseph Lumpkin, and he's actually, I believe, he's actually using uh, C.E. and B.C.E. Right? If he's not, then if he, I could have just made that up. So B.C. is or C.E. is common error, 
Yeah. It's basically they basically just they took made Christ, it more. They took Jesus out of it. They took him out, man. Just like Christmas. They took <laughs> Jesus out. I will never say CE. No, but so, uh, yeah. So, so that but it could some of the stuff could date earlier just because you know a lot of its traditions. Yep, um, and there are, is evidence in in different texts that these traditions of Adam and Eve. They predate 300 CE, but the finalized text that was that started circulating, can, it, they the first the first occurrence of it they they can find is is isn't from Christianity and 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 on. So 300 third century, between 200 and 300 CE. I don't know how much more we should say on that without having done the actual research ourselves. But. This is all speculation. Hey, so we're we're but one of the things too to remember is that we're just taking this stuff at face value. We're not necessarily saying what everything in here is is true, you know, or do, we're not defending it. Of we're not here to add or to take away from the Whoa. words of the books of the. <laughs> I would just listen to Revelation on, uh, on from uh, uh, LibriVox. Oh, Libra free free the free yeah, audio free. version. Anyway, and and then anyway, so we're not we're just we're just kind of whenever we read these things, we'll take them at their at like what they're saying is true. So. And half the things that we say are going to be wrong. And and yeah, we're not scholars. Yeah, I'm not. Are you? No, I'm I'm not a scholar. We're pretend scholars sometimes. No, we just like to to look into things. So let's let's start before we start making this like a thirty minute video about nothing. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. So one of the big things is that. uh, Oh, one thing that I I I thought was interesting in here um, is that God knew that man would fall. At least He says. Yeah. In one verse four, uh, He says. for, uh, well, I'll just read the whole thing. Uh, and God created this, that sea of his own good pleasure, for he knew that knew what would come of the man he should make, that after he had left the garden on account of his transgression, men should be born in the earth. Anyway, so he, he kind of, there's a couple times where it refers to God actually going, oh, I knew they were going to mess up. And what this part is, in the first chapter, what Mark was reading is a part that, is describing the uh, the ge- geographical location that Adam and Eve, the Garden of Eden was. Yeah. And it's saying that there was a body of water to the north that, and this is kind of the fantastical part of it, I think, or the embellishment part. The crystal sea. They said it was crystal clear and that you can see down to the core of the earth. And so God did not want to put Adam and Eve on the north side of the land of the continent because then they would see that beautiful water and they would want to go in it. And the water even has mystical properties too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. That's why, see, that's why this is good that, yeah. because it, it had the property to be able to cleanse you. Yeah. They would be like they would to cleanse of their sins if they it. bathed in it. You yeah. Missed that. You missed that very significant part. Well, that, that's the, that, yeah. So anyway, so they, he, he puts them on the other side. So he doesn't... Well, he doesn't want to put them on the south side because then they'll smell... Oh, yeah. <laughs> then they'll smell the flowers or the... Uh, the the savor or... What yeah, did, what's the term that he I know. Uses? 
Oh, the delicious smell of the trees of the garden. <laughs> so then they'll smell the flowers of the garden, and so they will be longing for it, and yeah. they'll like they'll eventually migrate towards it anyways. So and he doesn't want to put them on the south side either. So he's got to put them. Where's he end up putting them? East. On the, well, he puts them on the west? west side. West side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he puts them on the west, so he finally figures out where to put them. So they're, and it's like, the, it seems like it's the worst part of the world that he puts them in. At least from Adam and Eve complaining. Like, he puts them in the part with all the jagged rocks are, yeah. and the sand. And I wanted to mention one thing that I forgot to mention about this water to the north. I marked okay. it. I marked it. This is great. No, that's fine. And when a man washes himself in it, he becomes perfectly clean and perfectly white, even if he were dark. What's that? That's what it says. Yeah. The water it does it, say, the water just like it's not even about just your sins. It just like bleaches you. Apparently. So it's got Clorox in it or something. I would guess. Skin bleaching. Yeah. And that's how you keep it as clean as you need to get it so it doesn't like get those, you know, pollute pollutants and the yeah. silt doesn't contaminate it. Well so okay, so they they're leaving the garden and then they die right away. <clears throat> In chapter two, yeah, should we mention <laughs> they're that, so sad. Should we mention a, a common theme in the book? Adam and Eve die a lot. That's one of the funniest things. Yeah, I would say that they die. I was trying to write down. Be count, did you I, count I, 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 no, well, I started to. In the first twenty-one chapters, Adam and Eve die five times. That was my guess. In the first, um, they, I was guessing the first fifteen chapters like, they die about every other weak. chapter. Yeah. So anyway, so so they. God kicks them out, and then... Um, out, of, out of sorrow, they die, they, right? They just die right there. Yeah. Uh, they they saw how bad this place was. They saw the broad earth That's spread right. before them, covered with stones large and small, and with sand, and they feared and trembled and fell on their faces from the fear that came upon them and as they were dead. So what I'm picturing here, and I thought about this a little bit when I was reading a few times, is... This this is when Adam and Eve would have been just barely become mortal, right? Or they're in the process. Yeah, they were just like so. They were according to according to what this text does not talk about at all is while they were in the garden, right? Yeah, it doesn't talk about them in the garden. Well, it, it does. This is post garden, but it, it talks. Well, yeah, it, it goes on. It talks about their state in the garden. It mentions in hindsight. Like, yeah, what yeah, but it, yeah, this is like. After the garden. So here they are. This is BG or AG. After garden. That's how we're looking at things. <laughs> Forget BCE and, C and CE. This is after garden. Yeah. And actually, we'll have more to say about times because I think timing is a, dates and times are big in here too. But anyways, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The thing is, is I was picturing this. Adam and Eve are kind of like infants in a way, with grown bodies. Yeah, they're or no, but they're. I think they were probably young too. They, I don't even know if they were teenagers. That'd be awesome if they were prepubescent. So they here we have these human beings that have been living a non-human life for however long, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they leave the garden, and the way that it's worded in chapter two and a few times it says that they're look like Mark was saying they look it's at the, the they look at the sand and the rocks and they're not basically they're, they're seeing things that are not flowers and they're not beautiful creatures they're mm -hmm. seeing like the ugly parts of the world that's an opinion i guess okay so but they because of their fear and they trembling they fell on their faces yeah. from fear i'm picturing my 2 year old son 
and watching oh, him crying. fall on his face and not realize that he just that there's tile below him. Oh, because they smashes been in his this head land into of, the, yeah. and they, they don't know they're mortal, so they fall. Yeah, down. I was like, these guys are softies, man. Yeah, they <laughs> don't. They don't know. They don't realize that when they smash their face into the ground, that it's gonna hurt and might maybe even kill them. Okay. And there's a few parts of the book where they do like remember they yeah, jumped like, off the mountain. What the heck? Yeah. yeah. And so okay. I think I'm picturing a two year old kid who's barely learning. Like, wow, that hurts. You know, and I'm imagining Adam and Eve being so so overcome with like sorrow that they. Just face plant into a jagged rock mm-hmm. and kill themselves. Okay. I have a question to ask you though before we go on. All right. When when it men- when the when you're reading and it mentions the times they die. In my text, it never actually says they die. It always says like as if they were dead. Yeah, mine too. But okay. but God has to keep coming. So it, the way that the text is worded, as if dead, but they were. Maybe it's because. They couldn't, like, remember. They can't die. Yeah, they have. They have to have had a, a their life or something. You know, like God they, said. God they, said that in the day that you eat of the fruit, you shall surely die. Right. But we know. Okay, this well, is kind of getting into here some, at all. I know, but I'm saying, but but uh, okay. What is mentioned here is whenever God raises them up, and Adam's like, "Oh man, I." This sucks. This is the worst. This, you know, there's all these rocks and stuff. And then God says, well, you can't be redeemed till five and a half days. And and then they mentioned, because uh, in three, oh, three five and a half six, days is awesome. Yeah, five and a half days. Is like, that sounds great. Five and a half days, that's all I have to wait. But then God explains that five and a half days is actually 5,500 years yep. in in mortal time so that sucked but i'm saying Hearing that but okay well remember so god said that um he won't in the day that you eat you'll die yep but and adam according to to this math if a day is a thousand years then adam died within a thousand years and so the, the I don't know if that the that prophecy was them, was them trying to accurate, right? Yeah, God knows everything, and God said, "Hey, in the day that you take that fruit, and I'm not going to tell you that I'm actually referring to a day as a thousand years, by the way, but in that day you'll die." And so Adam lives to like according to the Book of Genesis in the Bible, mm-hmm. he was like 900 or something, or something years, yeah. Right? And so in in theory, he died in one of God's days. So I don't know if they're jumping through hoops to make it work or, but, but so, but then according to this book, because they, this, this is where some of the, the things that, uh, Brandon was talking, talking about earlier where this is written after 300 AD or whatever we're yeah, calling 300 it. 300 CE. Uh, Two, second century. It's called second that, century. That there's a lot of Christian allusions in here. Mm-hmm. And he said that. That his word will come down in 5,500 years. Yep. The five and a half days. And uh, and uh, redeem them so that they can come back into the garden or whatever. So, But it's going to be 5,500 years from... Yeah. It's okay, from if I, it's okay if I read that part? Yeah. So, yeah. The, here's the, one, of the, one of the first of many uh, Christian evidences that this is a Christian text. 
Or you can say that it's just a super good prophecy too, but whatever you want to hear. Um, God, then God in his mercy for Adam, who was made after his own image and likeness, right? That's from okay. the Genesis right there. Yeah, yeah. Explained to him that these were 5,000 and 500 years and how one, capital one in this text, one would then come and save him and his descendants. But before that, God had made this covenant with our father, Adam, in the same terms before he came out of the garden when he was by the tree where Eve took of the fruit and gave it to him to eat. So yeah, it's it's saying that in, in 5,500 years, someone will come and save them. Well, yeah, and I, I think that this one's more... Actually, they might be... Because, you know, uh, the beginning of the New Testament, they they changed the word. Mm-hmm. Or they explain, oh, what... what he, you know, in the beginning was the word. Yep. The word was God. The word Logos. was made. Pla- Logos. Remember Porter mentioned... Porter talked about the word. Okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but I'm saying... But the, so the, the, the Christians kind of... I'm, I'm not... You know, we're saying... Well, whenever they mention the word, that was Jesus. So they're saying from the beginning, Jesus, and th- that's what this this text says too: is from the very beginning with Adam and Eve, they, uh, um, you know, Jesus was known about, or not, not, or that they they knew that salvation was going to come from the word. This is part of the plan, and that's yeah, what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm reading too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Part See, of the plan. So anyway, um, well, we need to, um, in uh, in chapter three, verse eight, there's something about the the tree of is this the oh the tree of knowledge of good and evil? That's what it is. Um, oh dang it! I know. Oh wait, I'm only. I just read the verse up until that part. Chapter so. three, verse eight. Oh wait, yeah. I'm I'm like way ahead. Are you dead? Yeah, I would. We'll just keep reading. going. Yeah, I'll keep I'll keep on going. Verse eight of chapter three. Because when our father Adam came out of the garden, he passed by that tree and saw how God had changed the appearance of it to another form, and how and how it had shriveled. Is so that the, what you're referring to? Yeah, the that's the but that's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you look up in the, uh, in uh, they're talking about the fruit that that Eve took and gave to him to eat. So something happened with the. Tree. tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yeah, I had anyway. never, I had never heard that before. Yeah, in in standard Christian lore, I had never heard that the tree of life died and shriveled after it was. No, there's a tree of knowledge of good and evil, not the tree of life. Oh, did I mix that up? Yeah, because the tree of life is still oh, that's there. Right. That's what I'm referring to. That's what. That's why God is yeah. like having to protect it. That's right. Because he's afraid. Actually, in there, that cherub, that awesome cherub, is yeah. There's yeah. this this angel with the shield, and he's a character in this, by the way. He he comes up later. He's yeah, he's a good guy. Mm. He's funny. Cherub. Yeah. But um, so uh, God God makes him. I don't know. Uh, sends him to a cave, and they're so upset. <laughs> 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 like you're gonna make us live in a cave. So, if, if there's anything to take from this video, it's that Adam and Eve really don't like caves. Yeah. They were really upset. When they had this beautiful garden, and they actually die at one point because they're looking at the cave, 
thinking about the garden, looking at this cave, and they den- they end up Adam kills himself. Mm-hmm. He, he starts hitting himself yeah. on the chest. <laughs> so they are sent to a cave that. Do you have? Is your translation say the cave of, of treasures? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's called the cave of treasures, and it's basically where Adam and Eve live, where they're sent to live for a while. And I'm guessing that it's, beca- it's called the cave of treasures because the word that it was translated from, they couldn't come up with a better word. And the reason why I say that because there's no treasures in the cave. Well, there is eventually. Oh, they. I guess they add them later. Yeah, and I think that's why it was. Oh, this is all according to the plan, right? This. Well, no, they didn't call it it. I think they. No, they, I don't think Adam and Eve called it the Cave of Treasures. I think it was. Well, yeah, you're right. I guess they weren't saying, "Hey, let's go back to the Cave of Treasures." <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to the cave. No, it's the Cave of Darkness to them. Yeah, they get so upset that there's no light in there. So any, so okay, so there's it's so miserable in there. There's like a thing where Adam starts lamenting, um, and he says, "What is?" What is it compared to the garden with its narrowness compared to the space yeah. of other? What is this rock by the side of those groves? What is the gloom of this cavern compared to the light of the garden? What is this overhanging ledge of rock to us to shelter us compared to the mercy of the Lord that overshadowed us? The cave sucks. What is the soil of this cave compared to the garden? See, he doesn't even say cave of treasures. He's not going to call it cave of treasures. Yeah, because it's not a cave of treasures. Yeah, right? compared right. to the garden, this earth strewed with stones and that planted with delicious fruit trees. He's just like, this is horrible. And then he gets so upset, like he said, he he beats himself in the chest and dies. So when you, when you were the imagery of that, Mark. Yeah. Of Adam beating on his chest, how did you picture? Did you do like? Did you picture that like this, or no, like just like? Kind of, yeah, like. Have you ever, have you ever been so mad that you were just punching yourself in the chest? I've punched myself. Before. Really, in the chest? Maybe not in the chest. Okay. Adam was new to it. I don't know. You know I, I've never obviously done it to death. Yeah, he, he Adam. So this is the second or the third. This is the second time that Adam kills himself on accident. And he beats himself. Yeah, because they die right when they leave the garden. Yeah. So because the cave sucks, he pounds on his chest until he dies. Eve does not die of pounding her chest. She starts praying. Eve, well, she starts crying that her friend is now dead. Mm -hmm. And then she collapses on top of him. And then... Does she die So it never says that Eve dies, but in the next chapter... God sent the word, and the word had to revive them. Yeah, and five. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... No, Eve dies of sorrow, too. Does she? Yeah. Okay, they die so, so many times. So he dies, him. he's... And then she's just like, I can't do this without him. You know, and she dies, too. And then, uh... But he, he sends the word. And that's what I'm saying. The word always seems like... Because... Is God sending somebody to him, or is he just speaking? I always think whenever they're talking about the word, they, you know, like they were saying with the Christian thing, that it would be the word, like his son coming to to raise him up. Yeah, I'm picturing a, I'm picturing God in a uh, physical form, perhaps an angel, you know, somebody has to come and and raise them up. Yeah. 
one um, one of the things after he finally raises him up, um, God starts explaining s- some things, enlightening some or us at least to some things. He mm-hmm. says um, he kind of reveals why Adam ate the fruit and who Satan is. Um, yeah. Which and he's always it? admonishing Adam too. He's like, dude, if you wouldn't have eaten the fruit, you wouldn't be here, would you? He says, of your own free will, have you transgressed through your desire for divinity, greatness, and an exalted state such as I have. So that was that was one of the reasons that he transgressed or ate the fruit because he wanted to he wanted divinity, divinity, greatness, and an exalted state. And then he explains to him, to him, kind of starts revealing who Satan is. Satan continued not in his first estate, nor kept his faith. Um, though I had created him, yet he set me at naught and sought the Godhead, and I hurled him. Oh, dang, Bert, hurl, hurled him down from heaven. Yep, he so, kicked him out. So this is where you know there's there's a. I don't know, you know how much it talks about it in the Bible, uh, with where Satan came from. I yeah. mean, I think in in Isaiah there's allusions to it, or where yeah. the yeah. morning stars fallen. But this one's th- this book is pretty explicit in that that it seems like Satan was an angel, and a high up angel. Yeah, and he he got kicked out. Actually, I think that's one. what I was referring to earlier. Is some of the things that I read in this book. I kind of kind of answered the question to me of, hey, this this concept or this lore that I had always been taught or I've I've heard before, but I never knew where it came from. Some of those ideas might have originally came from these texts, and then kind of like became a Christian, a Christian uh, or, folklore or like a Christian like uh, common. Yeah. Myth. I mean, whatever whatever these texts were based off of, that's what you're saying. Like yeah, yeah, these totally. traditions, yeah, yeah. that w- that go way back. So, um, well, let's just I don't, a, let's just start skipping or, so around. So, something else I wanted to mention uh, oh, okay. that happens here as well is this has to do with when God is Mark just mentioned when God is like, "Hey, you shouldn't have eaten the fruit," you know, is a few times at, here in chapter. Where are you at? Five or six. Uh, six, yeah. So here at this point, but then in a few other points, God actually, he basically says, hey, what you were trying to do, Adam, is you were trying to become God, a God like me. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I would say that most, I'm not learned in this, like some people are, but most Christians probably don't believe that, that humans can become gods. But this is like God. Adam was this is this is being written as Adam's. Adam was partaking of the fruit because he wanted to be like God is, like better, greater, like a, a more superior being. Yeah, you know. Well, and I think that if you were to go around today and say, "Yeah, Adam took of the fruit because he wanted to become a god." People would be like, "Where did you get that from?" Well, but that no, but I mean, even in the Bible, uh, Satan's like, "You'll uh, become as the gods, knowing good from good and evil." Yeah, if, I guess if you, if, guess if you, I guess if knowing between the difference between well, good and evil, whatever that is, means, I'm saying. Yeah. But the problem with the Bible is that it's I so. Get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's so. It's so. It's 
it's such a like compact, not concise, you know, just a compact story that you're just like, you're right. you, he's not, they're not elaborating. So you're, so that, so that concept does exist. Yeah. It's just that we never, but, we think we already, we already understand what's being said there. Yeah. And so we are like, oh yeah, I was talking about knowing from good and, good and evil. Well, it's, it's, and you know, obviously the devil's a liar. Yes. Yeah, so then that he's he's deceiving them, you know. So. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. But okay. Uh, well, let's just keep we'll on keep going. moving on. Yeah. Let's Keep on going. But uh, uh, when they talk about kind of what it was like to be in the garden and their nature, they have a bright had a bright nature. Um, are you referring to when they are Adam and Eve in the garden? But are you referring to like? There's a part where it ta- where they are, they're sad that well for, it happens first when it's dark and they don't like the darkness. Well, they got these yeah. Adam hates darkness, and he's afraid of it actually in this story. In this story, and what happens is God in explaining to Adam and Eve why they never noticed the dark before is he mentions how they were in for lack in my own interpretation he mentions that they were beings of light. Yeah, and that their bodies that they have, their skin that they now have, and their flesh, basically means that it's going to be dark. Well, that's that's part. I mean, this one isn't exactly, uh, but this says, like some of the. I was just talking about some of the things they could do whenever they were Hmm. before. Is that uh, when they were in the garden and they were in that other state? They said we. We saw angels that sang praises in heaven. Oh, yeah, okay. But now we see not as we were used to do. And then uh, God says to him, uh, Thou hast a bright nature, or had a bright nature within thee, and for that reason couldst thou see things afar off. So they can see, like, these these other, whether it's other dimensions or something, I don't know. Because they can't see angels anymore. Right, and that's what they're complaining about. Like, hey, we can't see these things anymore. Yeah. And God said, hey, your mortal eyes can't see us. Yeah, you can't see. Yeah, so there's, there's, that's part of this fall or their new state. And, uh, oh, then they drown in the water. Wait. Um. You're, you're past me. That's fine. Oh, I mean, well, where are you at? I'm, I'm anywhere. I'm everywhere right now. Don't 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 worry about me. I do want to. There's a few parts that, um, before we get up to chapter ten. There's a few parts where the the writer kind of um, and I love this when this happens in like uh, tech in these ancient texts. But we're reading a story about Adam and Eve, and then all of a sudden it's as if the narrator looks at the reader and says, "And I want you to know this too," you know. <laughs> Where does he do that? He's, so, like, he's like putting himself in there. Yeah, so on chapter 6, there's Roman numerals, and it takes me longer to read the mm-hmm. Roman numerals. Mm-hmm. On chapter 6, at the very end... Yeah, why do they keep the Roman numerals in? Like, that's official. Can't you just... Yeah. It's like a translation. Yeah. <laughs> they, but they couldn't translate out of Roman numerals. And it, like they were ro- like they were written in, in Roman anyways, right? Or in Latin anyways, right? So... Okay, so when he talked about how he, he got rid of Satan and he hurled him out of heaven, right? Mm-hmm. I love the word hurl, by the way. When he hurled him out of, he- out of heaven, um, he says, and then he says, For I am God the creator 
who, when I created my creatures, did not intend to destroy them. But after they had greatly roused my anger, I punished them with grievous plagues until they repent. But if, on the contrary, they still continue hardened in their transgression, they shall be under a curse forever. So he's saying they, right? It's just Adam and Eve here, apparently. Mm-hmm. But he's like, so it's almost like the narrator's like, and hey, let me tell you about what uh, happens if you don't repent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, if you don't repent, you're going to be living this horrible life. Yeah, this all. isn't just Adam and Eve. Yeah. And so it's kind of like a, one of those, just one of those epic, like, pauses where the narrator or the writer, you know, spends a moment and, like, make sure that you live a good life. Because this is the kind of stuff that you're going to be dealing with if you don't live a good life. If you don't repent, you're going to suffer, and life is going to suck. Mm-hmm. That's how I. That's how I see that. Like, hey, when these when you're reading this story to your children around the fire, make sure that even though the Adam New story is funny and it's funny to read about them dying, make sure that they also know that you better be a good person in this life. Yeah, you know, or else you're going to have plagues, countless plagues. Are gonna be you're gonna be cursed forever if you don't just live a good life. That's all. All right. Thank you, narrator. Thank, Thank you, you for pulling back the curtain. Yeah. And letting us. Yes. Bring this yeah. back. Bringing this back to life for a minute. See, so next next is the time uh, where they're there's they start they're standing in the dark cave, right? Oh yeah. And they're all like. I can't see you. Like, also, okay, so they they got stuck in this cave, and uh, it's their home. Yeah, this is their new house, and this it's is the, the worst first night. Yeah. yeah. So the, okay, one thing too you got to rem- or that's reiterate or that they talk about here is that in the Garden of Eden there was not night and day. They didn't. There wasn't the sun setting, and that's funny to me because according to the Book of Genesis, there would have been right. Well. The sun, you know, the whole like, on the upon the creation, it was yeah. But there's not even, there's not even the sun's not even invented. The sun's not even invented till a, a couple days into it. Yeah, but Evan, apparently, I, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, humans or man was the last thing. Yeah. Created. Oh yeah, but. For for whatever reason, this is saying that there's not night. There wasn't night and day in the Garden of Eden. It was so bright there. And I think there was that was my interpretation that I was mentioning earlier. Is because they were more of like a being of light, and because they were not like mortal yet, they just didn't notice. There might yeah. have been the rotation. There. Well, they didn't have to sleep. There would have been. I'm pretty sure that God did not stop the moon and the sun from moving around, or from from the earth from rotating around the sun. So it's more of like a, they just didn't notice. Yeah, maybe that's the what. Cycles. See, but he maybe this goes along with because they're lamenting about. Oh, oh wait, here's the where here's where it says there's no night in the garden. For so long as we were in the garden, we neither saw nor even knew what darkness is. I was not hidden from Eve, neither was she hidden from me, until she could not see me. She says, but she and I were both one bright light. There are these bright beings. Yep. And uh, yet now, since we came into this cave, darkness has come upon us. Anyway, so so they're don't they die in the cave, like of of sorrow? I believe I believe they do. 
Um, they can't see. Oh, here's, 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 here's a. Oh no, God comes to him to help him out. Because they're just standing in front, and it's like Eve, where'd you go? <laughs> just, but not give not to not to give you a spoiler, but we we, we probably won't mention it anymore. This is not the last time that darkness is a problem with them. Like, Adam has a huge problem with darkness in this story. He's scared. He's scared. Dark. It's, he's you he's legitimately You feared. calling him out for being yeah, scared of the dark? Okay, so yeah. so God so then God comes to comfort him, and he says, Oh, Adam, so long as the good angel was obedient to me, a bright light rested on him and on his hosts. Wait. Oh, wait, is this about the devil again? This is him talking about the devil again. Wait, I think. Dang it. You're all over the place, Mark. No, but when he transgressed my commandment, I deprived him of that bright nature, and he became dark. And when he was in the heavens, in the realms of light, he knew not of darkness, but he transgressed, and I made him fall from heaven upon the earth. And it, it was this darkness that came upon him. I think the thing is... He's talking about the devil again. Yeah, it's confusing. I thought, it. I thought that he was talking about Adam at that point. But the way that he refers to him falling from heaven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Could he be referring to Adam falling from heaven? Maybe. But that Everything else in that chapter led me to believe that he was, he was referring to Adam at that point. Not yet. Well, but then he says... But when I heard of thy transgression, I deprived thee of mercy of that bright light. Yet of my mercy, I did not turn thee into darkness, but I made thee, oh. thee thy body of flesh, over which I spread this skin, in order that they may bear cold. I had let my wrath fall heavily upon thee. He says, I should have destroyed you, but... I didn't want to do yeah. that. I'm like, wow, it's like I spared you. So, but he, so he was talking about the devil. Okay, I didn't see that the first. I did not. I did not realize that when I was reading through this. So, th that's one of the things about this. The the Adam and Eve. What's yours got the subheading for? Like, no, I'm saying the 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 conflict with Satan. I think the that this book this book actually uh, re, re reveals more about Satan than giving, it does about Adam and Eve. Yeah, you're giving away the. Uh, the um, this is like the overall message that we're going to probably come to is this book is about Adam and Eve, but they're kind of like the they're kind of like the Leslie Nopes or they're, they're, they're like the, the main protagonist, but the story is not really about them. Yeah. yeah, he's more revealing like, okay, this devil, here's the devil's motives. Maybe we should get into that because we don't need to go through every single thing. Adam and Eve continually die over mm -hmm. and over. They continually are afraid of the dark. They're experiencing life for the first time. And at one point, wow. they even lock themselves in the, in the cave. Or no, they go up and they, they basically spend 30 to 35 days waiting for God to bring them gifts. So, like, they're basically... This story is not about Adam and Eve. It's about the uh, God they're telling them why they fell and about what... And about, about Satan. Mm-hmm. And there's a few big scenes with Satan in them. Yeah. Well, okay, real quick, in the same uh, chapter, I'm way, uh, 13? Yeah, we're not even in the same place anymore. It doesn't matter. Keep on going. But, okay, this is another interesting thing. 
God's talking to Adam, you know, part of this whole giving him comfort and stuff. He says, for, but he says, for I knew thou shouldest sin and transgress and come out into this land. God again says, I knew this is going to happen. I freaking knew this is going to happen. I told you not to eat it. You did it. <laughs> Why did you do this? It, he, but he's like, I bet he knew beforehand, even before they did it, that this is going to happen. He says, for I made thee of light, and I will to bring out children of light from thee, and like unto thee. This that is interesting. That was an interesting part, yeah. Because I'm like, okay, so he wanted them to have kids in their That's what in it the sounded, old state. It sounded like he was saying that, like, if you would not have fallen, you'd be having babies that were beings of light. Yeah, well, because okay, there's that whole thing with the there was two conflicting commands. You know, there's two command, but no, the the two commandments God gave yeah. Adam and Eve. Was to be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, and don't eat the tree, right? Yeah, I'm not sure where... And so, yeah. I don't know, I'm not saying they're conflicting or not, but God wanted them, uh, according to this text, to, that they were going to eventually... They were children, they were beings of light, and they were going to have children of light, and then they had to go and they eat the fruit. They up and ate the fruit. And he says, but... I knew that Satan, who deceived himself, would also deceive thee. He knew it. He knew it. He says, had I not been and spoken to thee, um, O Adam, concerning the tree. Oh, and had I left thee without... Oh, this is interesting. This is why he told him not... He says, had I not been and spoken to thee, O Adam, concerning the tree, and had I left thee without a commandment, thou, and thou hadst sinned, it would have been my offense on my part. This is God talking to him. That's deep. He's saying, I had to tell you not to eat it because if not, and you ate from the tree, it what do you, you didn't break any commandment. He says, for not having given thee any order, right. thou wouldst turn round and blame me for it. He could have turned around and said, what do you mean? I, I just ate a tree of a, you know, a fruit of a tree. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting thing that, that God knew something was going to happen, and he he says he knew it was going to happen. So like, why not make so, a rule? So he's like, I've got to make the rule, or he can blame me. Exactly. It's like, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get things moving here. Like they're gonna do it, and I don't want this to turn around back on me. This is a perfect opportunity for me to kick them out of the garden. So yeah, let me. I, I know there's another part where. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, God, there's a part where, you have your notes there? Um, there's a part where, um, Eve, maybe, um, Mark has really good notes over there. You can't see it, but they're pretty good. There's a part where, where he talks about, um, Adam, like actually there's, there's a potential that Eve didn't hear the commandment. Oh, he wasn't. I, I he wasn't there. Let me see. Let me see on my phone. I yeah, I don't think I caught that part. There's, there's a part where okay, Adam was given that commandment before, before Eve was even made. Okay. And and so, oh, okay. I do have extra notes here. Um, oh, the first bowel movement. Um, <laughs> that part. That, would that did that happen? Yeah, <laughs> this is the best. Anyway, there's a part in here. Dang it, I, I thought I had it marked. 
It's okay. We'll find it. I mean, but but uh, no, you know what? I do, I do, I know I do have it marked somewhere. Um, you talk about something while I. Um, do you remember? So there was one part, and we've already passed this, so I'll, I'll go back in time a little bit. Uh, yeah, we can talk about what's going on. Adam and Eve, there was one scene where they were actually praying in a different <gasps> language. Uh, did, did you catch that? They were they were praying this in, in chapter 5. They were praying in a tongue that is unknown to us. Well, that that is because there's their original tongue, right? Adamic. You would assume that that's what it's referring to. But I like how it didn't need to be a part of the story, but the, the writer the, the writer of the story decided to make sure that everybody knew that they spoke some language that we don't know what it is. Oh, okay. I found, I found it. In case you didn't think that Adam and Eve spoke a different language, they apparently did, and it was one that is unknown to us. And someone, I'm sure that a lot of people have opinions. I can speak opinions. in that pure language. Could you? Yeah. Is it pure vibrations? You won't understand it, a... it. It just will look like I'm. my mouth is just moving a lot. And let me ask you a question. If you spoke in that to me, would there be any way that I could not understand what you're saying? What I'm saying is, like, is it so pure? Oh, like, like like this pure language that... And then we the language yeah. ended up getting... Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I bet that if you were angry like, with me... You would know. It'd be, it'd be impossible. Like, yeah, you would be like... I'd be able to convey exactly why. You would say, Brendan, <laughs> I am not angry with you. But because the language is so pure that I would be like, yes, you are. Oh. I thought maybe I'd be able to convey my thoughts so that there wouldn't be a misunderstanding. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like, you know, language is so limited to, to yeah. what you say. Yeah, every interpretation is like a huge culprit of wars yeah. and fights. And, and it's like with texts now, it's even worse. Like my wife texts me K, you know, yeah. oh, I'm going to do this. And I'll send K and I'm like, wait, is she mad at me? <laughs> but maybe... Good point. I like your interpretation. The, the pure... Maybe it was a pure language. Okay, so anyways, but... Speaking of the the commandment, because they they do it a couple times, they reiterate. Okay, um, this is Adam talking. He says, "Discommand me concerning the tree to which I was neither to draw near nor to eat thereof." And the, you said to me in the garden, "When thou eatest of it, of death shalt thou die." But okay, so he goes on. He goes, "Moreover, when thou commandest me regarding the tree." That I was neither to approach nor to eat thereof. Eve was not with me. Okay, so this is like... That's it. That's what you're referring to. Yeah. He says, Thou hadst not created her, neither hadst thou yet taken out of her, her out of my side, nor had she oh, yet man. heard this order from thee. Yeah. So, it's kind of an interesting thing. Like, like, and it's like, uh, you've heard of a Catch-22? Like that weird saying, like, yeah. it's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, okay, you told me not to eat the fruit, and I didn't, but then you didn't tell, you possibly didn't tell Eve to eat it. She did, and she brings it to me. Yeah. And and now you commanded me to stay with her, and so I just made a choice. Anyway, it's just an interesting thought experiment or whatever to be like, oh, that. You know, I'm it, sure that it was pretty. It's pretty cool to see like 
That's what I'm saying. Like some of these things, like open up these, like much like this bottle. Wow, the imagery. Opening up such flavors. Hmm. Wow, ginger. that was great. Ooh, that ginger is so good. Do you want was another that a one? Shark one? Yeah, I'm done with mine. Okay. Um, this ginger ale is yeah. really good. Ginger beer, it's like should got you, that. Should mm. you? You probably should cover up the label so that we don't have to worry about. I don't think we're having gonna... a sponsor or. <laughs> if 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 bed if if Bedford's ginger beer wants to sponsor us, we will take the sponsorship. And if you look at it, it's non-alcoholic. Well, oh well, it's, yeah, it's ginger. It's so. The, I don't know why they call ginger beer ginger beer. You know, here, this is for you. Oh, this be, this. I this, thought you were like trying to put it in front of the camera. I'm this like, beer's for you. Mark. I'm all like, <laughs> you're like, like it's backwards. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. But uh, I mean, I think this might be the forbidden ginger beer, though. It's so good. That was a good one. I know, as I'm saying, it's got that spice to it. I love it. All right. But okay, well, let's just kind of keep on going. Plug man. through. Um, okay. Unfortunately, we're skipping things. Well, that's the thing. We're not going to be able to. We're not going to be able to go through everything. Uh, if actually, this, if this book is as epic as we're making it sound, go read it. Yeah, yeah. Because okay, well, we'll just kind of go through and see where we have notes, like. Um, okay. What are you? Wow, you're far. What is that? Sixteen out there? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Adam offers up something that's kind of like the Lord's Prayer. Let's go. Let's talk about that because it's a little too Christian, right? Well, but okay. According to this, okay, the original. There's a. There is actually in this one. There's a footnote, and yours might have even a bigger footnote. He said the original of the Lord's Prayer. This is the guy that interpreted it. Um, uh, his name is uh, something Platt. Rutherford H. Platt. Oh, by the way, Junior. He was he was related. I think he was the nephew of Rutherford B. Hayes. The, our president, the one of the presidents of the United States. Oh, that's epic! I didn't know that. Yeah. So his name is Rutherford Hayes Platt. Anyway. You know, listen, Just that's you. important and all, but I can't get over the name Rutherford. That's an awesome that's, name. Why is that name extinct? I know. <laughs> <laughs> When's it going to make a comeback? Rutherford. It's so cool. But, oh, so so according to his sources, and uh, it was uh, the Lord's Prayer existed 150 years before Christ even said it. Oh, I don't think I read. And that. it's called the Cad. It was it was called the Kaddish prayer. I did not read that. So, it, it the thing says the the original Lord's prayer that's supposed to have preexisted 150 years before Christ was born. Uh, it says, "Our Father who art in heaven, be gracious unto us, O Lord our God. Hallowed be be Thy name, and let the remembrance of Thee be glorified in heaven above and upon earth below." Let thy kingdom reign over us now and forever. The holy men of old said, Remit and forgive unto all that whatsoever they have done unto us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil thing. For thine is the kingdom, and thou shalt reign in glory forever and forevermore. Amen. So, so there's so much to say right there, right? 
Yeah. Okay. But the first one I wanted to mention is the term that's being used there, men of old. Right? Okay. It says it, men of old, doesn't it? Holy men? In my text, it, of old. it says the, the holy word, men of old. The holy men of old. Yeah. So who, and I have my opinion, okay? And I'm not going to talk about my opinion at all. This is about this is about the book of Adam and Eve, okay? It's not about how crazy I think things are. Okay. But the thing is, is what when Adam is saying this. Oh, but this is no. This is the original of. Well, no, but Adam says the men of old too. He does. Yes. What? Uh oh. Wait. So you're saying there was generations before Adam? Come on, Brandon. Whoa, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You're okay, getting look. way too. Wait, Adam and Eve. Okay. But they were the first, weren't they, Mark? Yeah. Okay, anyways, here we go. Let this is what Adam says in verse nine of chapter. What is this? Twenty-three. Yeah. What? He says, "And Adam began to make more requests of God our Father, who are in heaven. Be gracious unto us, O Lord our God. Hallowed be Your name. Mm-hmm. And let the remembrance of You be glorified in heaven upon the earth, and above heaven above and upon the earth below." Let your kingdom ring over us now and forever. The holy men of old said, Remit and forgive unto all men whatsoever they have done unto me. And let us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil thing. For your is the kingdom, and you shall reign in glory forever and forevermore. Amen. So Adam just basically said a prayer that definitely refers to men of old, or it was the author deciding that he doesn't care. Yeah, this is saying, at least the author's note says that this isn't obviously somebody putting things from the Christian era and they... I know. They're just not being truth. They're not being faithful to like, hey, this is, you're supposed to be speaking, this is Adam speaking. This is not like some 300, 250 CE. I... I mean, yeah, because this one doesn't right. say that. Yeah. See, because well, that's weird because mine says it different. Adam's actual prayer. Oh, he he built an altar. Yeah. Oh dang it! I missed that. That one was pretty significant. When they built the altar. Because uh, when Adam and Eve jump off the mountain, off the kill themselves because they're so like it's just the world's so hard. Mm-hmm. They, God brings them back to life, and then, but there's, there's blood on the ground. Yeah. They're all blood. And, and Adam's so grateful to him that he, he, uh, decides to, he builds an altar out of stones. Yeah. I bet it was unhewn too. I bet you. Un, I, it doesn't say. No, they were, they were hewn. <laughs> But he he builds a, an altar out of stones, and uh, he uh, takes the blood that's on the ground and he puts it on the altar as a thing. And oh yeah, this is interesting because God actually accepts this sacrifice or this this. Uh, he casts a fireball on it. Yeah, but then he then God says, "Dang it." Oh, the, you know this is kind of uh, in the in the twenties chapters. Oh yeah, so oh this is right where we're at. Okay, yeah. so this is perfect. Um, it was meant to be. So, 
God's like, yet now look upon, or no, this is Adam, our blood which is offered upon these stones and accept it of our hands. And God actually accepts it. And then this is where the Christian interpretation comes into. He's like, I will shed my blood yes, upon. Yes. You know, he says, uh, um, well, I, oh, you know what? Actually, this God uh, looked upon Adam and Eve and upon their blood, which was which they had held up as an offering unto him with, and this is interesting, without an order of, from him mm. for doing so. And he wondered at them and he accepted their offer. He's like, dude, this is cool. I didn't even think about, you know, yeah. like, thanks. That's a good idea. That's a good way to show your appreciation for me. Like without even getting an order, finally Adam and Eve are doing something on themselves because Mark, they've been so dependent on. Let me ask you a question here. Okay. Is it better for a person to be asked to give a sacrifice on an altar, or is it better to want to alt make a sacrifice on altar without even being asked to do it? I guess. How better? Much? How much better is he? <laughs> Are you writing scripture as we speak? How much better is he that sacrifices their own blood from a previous death of theirs on an altar. <laughs> well, okay. Without Don't, being... Before you get any ideas, do not do this. <laughs> because at, he's trying to lead you down the path. This this was a one-time sacrifice. Yes. <laughs> because in the next chapter, God oh, knew... yeah, you're right. That at, okay, it says, God knew that Adam had in his thoughts... That he should often kill himself yeah. <laughs> and make an offering to him of his blood. Therefore, did he say unto Adam, do not, O oh Adam, do not again kill thyself as thou didst. Yeah, God, by God's He's like, sake, hey, I like your idea. Thank you for making this sacrifice. I can see that you're thinking about doing this again tomorrow. Like Adam's like, like I'm going to kill myself something. again tomorrow. And God's like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't continually kill yourself and, and, and sacrifice. You, and he doesn't say like anything like, find a sheep. He just says, don't kill yourself. Yeah. If, figure out a way in the future to do it a different. But you, you're, I, I don't want you killing yourself. And he says, this was the first offering Adam made unto God. And so it became his custom to do so. First, first sacrifice. Blood sacrifice. So, might I... Uh, just before, before we go on, I just want to make sure that we mention, and Mark, Mark alluded to it just now, that after the sacrifice is made, uh, God says, And now, behold, I have accepted your offering, O Adam, but the days of the covenant in which I have bound you are not fulfilled. When they are fulfilled, then I will bring you back into the garden. I don't think the part that I wanted to read. Do you think that's the part I wanted to read? No. Oh, what were you looking for? Previous verse. That was embarrassing. And as you appealed for forgiveness through that blood, so also will oh, yeah. I make my blood mm -hmm. forgiveness of sins and erase transgressions in it. You know what? The one of the things that I'm realizing, or that is it dawning on you? No, that I've I've been kind of putting together because you're like because I was like, yeah, this is so Christian bias, like. You know, it was written. Yeah. So they kept on saying, oh, well, this, the, okay, there's bloodshed, and then we're going to make this allusion to it. But if you, in the book of Enoch, which is actually a Hebrew thing, you 
you see very strong parallels to some kind of Messiah. I'm not saying where Ooh. it's almost Christian. Yeah. No, yeah, but it's, it's it's almost sounds Christian. I'm not, but this is this is before Christ, and this is before uh, Christian writers are able to oh, put totally. their interpretation into it. So, and it's not necessarily that it is Christ that they're talking about, but it's like very parallel. And so, that's actually might be where the yeah. the Christians got their ideas. So that's true. Yeah, I mean, as and I hope I hope this doesn't sound critical when I'm keeping when I when I keep referencing the Christian part of this. I'm not being critical. I'm just. Some of these references, they are either completely Christian oriented, Added, or they're yeah. very they're very conveniently sound Christian, or they're just like there was something real to that kind of uh, prophecy. Yeah, we that, don't know. Yeah, I and, mean they, uh, that's what I'm saying that that just because it sounds so Christian, you know. I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, this is obvious in yep. an interpretation of whatever. But sometimes, but if you look at pre, pre-Christian stuff, some of that, some of that sounds, and, and could that, be And might Christian. I add, this is not something that we'll talk about here, but might I add that out of all of the uh, pseudopographic or apocryphic texts that we have gone through and I've read and you've read. The uh, many. The many. That we have... <laughs> painstakingly gone through okay so yeah. many of the texts that i've read that we're not talking about here also have those types of illusions in there yeah that's that's a that's so, what i was saying yeah i mean because uh yeah the hebrews and you know they have a messianic figure i don't know yeah, yeah that's it so and and so whether so these guys you know whoever wrote this is like hey well, you know what? You know who fits into this? Jesus. We're just going to put him in here. Perfectly. You know. So. Okay, next chapter. Adam and Eve pray for light to come faster. They're starting to realize that prayer works. Right? Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, they're in the cave, and they're like, oh, man, the cave's dark still. I'm waiting for them to learn about, learn about fire. But anyways, the cave's dark. <laughs> they never... They never really do. They don't have to because then they get that rod, that golden rod. But anyways, oh yeah, yeah. So they're praying for the light to come faster, and God reminds them, like, hey, remember, fifty-five, five, five and a half days, or fifty-five hundred years need to pass. If I make the the uh, sun come faster, then that's gonna cheat you of the time. Oh yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? Yeah, that's. Oh, good. No, I'm done. I'm That's like, all oh. I had to say. That's all no, I had but to say. actually, because that brings me to what I had written here, and I was like, oh, how am I going to talk about this? That I wrote in the thing, time needed for repentance. Adam, where God's saying, Adam, as for the sun, if I were to take it and bring it to the days, hours, years, and months would all come to naught, and the covenant I have made with thee would never be fulfilled. Thou shouldest then be turned and left and a long plague, and no salvation would be left to thee forever. Oh, this is actually him saying that that these these cycles and everything. This is all part for this is all for you because this is the way you need some time to work things out. He said, um, "Bear long and calm thy soul while thou abidest night and day." Can I and I can I interject there? I think that's another little clever uh, narrator looking at the peasant who's reading this or having it read to him in church and like, Hey, you can't get out of the hard work that you're going to have to do all day long. 
Like, life's not going to speed up for you. Although they haven't even done a day of work yet. No. Adam and Eve. Oh, but, and then God's like a softie I wrote in here. Oh, you wrote he that? He says, yeah, I put softie. Don't do that, man. <laughs> well, no, he is, he's, he's the softie. He says, but I cannot alter the covenant that has gone out of my mouth. He said, Else, I would if I could. He said, <laughs> Else I would have brought thee back into the garden. He's yeah, like, dang it. And he about. says, when the covenant is fulfilled, then shall I show thee and thy seed mercy and bring thee into the land. Where there's neither sorrow nor suffering. So God's like, <laughs> sometimes I'm thinking, it's like, oh man, I'm it's just bound. I, dude, I made a prompt. I got to I got to be, I'm a man of my the, word. You partake of that fruit because I would love to bring you back. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, so uh, the devil again comes to him. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, this is the one that they're, so it's dark out. It's dark in the cave and they want light. And so Satan oh, yeah. is like, hey, these guys really want light. What we're going to do is we're going to, I'm going to bring some of my minions with me. Mm-hmm. And we're going to like set up camp outside of the cave of treasures. And we're going to have light. We're going to be providing light. And we're going to shine the light into the cave even. Is yeah. This? And so Adam and Eve, they see the light. And they're like, what's going on? And because they're praying. And for, it's their first night, I think, or second night. I think night it's the second cave. night at this point. They're praying for the for the darkness to go away, for the for the day to continue, and for the sudden, day to come. All of a sudden, a light shines in the cave, and they're like, oh, look at those, look at all these people out here. They're with all this singing light. praises and yeah. stuff. And, but then they're not going to be deceived, though. Adam and Eve are smart on this one, right? Yeah, the devil's thwarted. Um, Adam and Eve are like, but why can't you come into the cave? He's like, hey, come here and tell us what you want. Yeah. <laughs> and the devil, <laughs> it's so funny. The devil's like, this is working. We got their attention. And he's like, well, why won't they come in and tell us what they want? And they, according to this, it says that they can't, the devil can't come in because of their prayers that are going up and, you know, that were going to heaven. So, yep. so then. That's when the narrator looks at then the, the people and says, prayers work. The the gig is up though, so he's like, "Wait a second, you're not from God, right?" Yeah. No. Uh, so Adam starts praying. He's like, "If they were from God, they would come to us in the cave and would tell us their errand." And then Adam's like, figures it out. He's like, "No." He starts praying to God, and he says, "No sooner had Adam said this than an angel of God, a real one, yeah. the real deal, yeah. appeared." And he says, "Hopefully, he had a flaming sword too." See, he uh, he uh, the angels like this time. He, the de- first the de- devil came to you as a serpent. This time, uh, he came to you in the similitude of an angel of light. So he to deceive him. So Satan is getting a little. Cl- he's he's getting a little cleverer. With the serpent gig's not going to work anymore, right? Yeah, well, because remember that there was a while back where the snake actually came up to Adam and Eve, and he's trying like, to kill Eve, like yeah. the real snake without the devil in him. He's like, man, I used to be the best, you know, I was like the most beautiful thing, and now I'm, uh, I'm, I'm eating dirt, yeah, you know, crawling on the ground, and so, and then God throws him over 
Or an angel comes and throws him into India. <laughs> and at the same time, apparently curses the serpent again. This time, the serpents can't talk anymore. Right? Yeah. 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 He's like, okay, no more talking. So now, uh, now can you not walk anymore and your life's going to suck, but now you can't talk anymore either. So. Yeah. So apparently serpents used to talk. See, and then and then the angel reveals something about about again about Satan. This hideous form has been his ever since God made him fall from heaven, you know, and he transformed himself it, to look like an angel of light. Um. Oh, and then they go out again to go to the garden to go check it and see yeah. it. And yep. the devil, the devil, oh, they call him the wily Satan. That's the best <laughs> word, the wily. Sometimes his, his things are like wily coyote, though. There's the one where he sets up a rock to follow. <laughs> he sets up, the devil sets up a rock, you know. Yeah. And, you know, he's got. He had a little lever. Like, let's just say he has a string with the, to pull it, and it's all falling. And then, but then God causes their. The earth to go down, and then also, because uh, Satan like picks it out precisely. He's like, okay, I need to make sure it has no He's holes in it, nowhere that it'll just flatten them once it falls on a nice flat, big old rock. And so it's falling, and then God calls there, causes there to kind of hollow out the rock, and then the the earth below them kind of move down. Yep, until they get spared. And then, but then God won't let him out because he's like, this is gonna. Be, Oh well, this will be an allusion to when my word comes and is in the in in a stone cavern or whatever for three days, you know. So there's that Christian perfect, thing. Perfect, again. perfect, yeah. Yeah, Satan tries to kill Adam and Eve a few times. But my my, my concern is why would he try? I mean, because they kill themselves quite regularly. You know, maybe what, they're getting smarter. But if Satan killed them, right? Then why wouldn't God just raise them up like He did the other fifteen times? Well, Satan's not always trying to kill him. He's trying to deceive him, trying to get them to break. He tries to push them in water at one point, right? He tries to drown them. Well, they drown themselves at one point. Yeah, well, they—that's that's my point. They succeed at killing themselves without Satan. Well, now he's getting better though. He says because Satan comes and. This time he comes in the appearance of a cloud, upon a cloud, he's all, to deceive him. And he says, God sent me and them to take thee and bring thee to the border of the garden. Oh, this is when he puts him up on the, a mountain. Mm -hmm. This is when, okay, so so he's trying to, I don't, yeah, sometimes you're just like, what's Satan trying to do? So Satan, he's trying to kill them Satan and hopefully they'll them stay up, dead. Yeah, Satan leads them up to a mountain. See, but and the interesting thing is, is that, it says, yet, whenever this is all going on, you're like, why isn't God just saying, hey, dude, this is Satan. It says, yet God withheld his word from Adam and did not make him understand at once, but waited to see his strength, whether he would be overcome as Eve was, or whether he would prevail. So he's like being tested. God's like, okay, yeah. I'll let him do his own thing. And so, but Satan, they lead him... They're, they said that they were leading them back into the garden or something. Oh, That's no. Right. No, to bathe, bathe the... Clear waters. 
right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Babe, so Satan's trying to trick him. Again, he's, he's, I don't, that's the thing, it's like, why wouldn't God just say, hey, this is how you can tell us, like, there's a, there's a key to figuring out if it's Satan or not. Because they're just, they're just, they're very innocent, new, new to be human. Anyway, so he, he, he says he's going to take him to water, but he doesn't. Takes him to a mountain. And then all of a sudden... He's going to push Adam, him off. Adam's, yeah, he's going to push him off, and then Adam starts freaking out and starts praying. And um, uh, does an angel come for that? Did an angel come then, too? Yeah. Yeah, this is whenever he he, uh, he starts pleading for him, and then an angel comes. Uh, they wept both Adam and Eve before God and begged for his forgiveness. Then came the word from God, Know thou that... And understand concerning this Satan that he seeks to deceive thee and they seed after thee. And, uh, see, because the devil still, that's the thing is that the devil thinks that he can actually maybe wipe him out. Yeah. He doesn't care. He's always fighting him. Because look, it says he made them go up on the top of this mountain in reality, not in a vision. It's, they're really up it in his mountain. It was real. Yeah. Yeah. This, that's the wishing, as he did, to throw them down and kill them and to wipe off their names from the, the earth so that this earth should remain to him and his hosts alone. So he's he doesn't care whether or not... He's hoping something's going to work. Yeah. Poor guy. He always fails, you know? Well, he doesn't always fail. That's right. That's the thing. Is, is that, that your is not, that your message, Mark? That's my yeah. He doesn't always fail. I mean, but the but so that I mean Satan's purpose, like it says the angel says, is to deceive thee and they see it after thee. That's all he's trying to do. With the fruit, he's like, God said don't eat it, guess what? I'm gonna get you to eat it. Right? God's you know, for whatever reason he was up in heaven. He want you know wanted to become a god, or yeah. and and uh, he wanted to do things his way. So he got cast out. So he's always trying to get things done his way. So after this happens, Adam, I think, and it's kind of out of the blue for me. It was he asks he asks God to hook him up. He's like, I know this is hard. Can can you bring me something from the garden? Right? Doesn't let's see, let's see. Adam wept before the Lord, begged him, and entreated him to give him something from the garden. Yep. Yep. And so God sends, was it Michael? Yeah, God looked on Adam's thoughts and sent the angel Michael. So the Michael. angel, and this is the first of a few angels actually that come into this story. But he sends Michael to get him... Golden rods. Golden rods. Mm-hmm. Which does it say anything in footnotes about the rods? Because I'm like, what is? Where are these golden rods? Um, yeah, it does. Say, I do have. I do, there is notes on the golden rods. Um, it's in uh, chapter twenty-nine and thirty. You want me to rod, read? Yeah. You want me to read them? I. Yeah. Just, so first of all, the rod is a unit of linear measure. Okay. I was picturing just 
Like a rod. Like, yeah, like these staffs. A yeah. bunch, of, bunch of rods. But they're... Um, the rod is also a description. No, all he gives a note on uh, is... Rod is also a description indicating a long, thin piece of unspecified size. There you go. Oh, good notes. A rod of gold. Thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, Michael goes and gets these uh, rods mm-hmm. that are golden, right? Yeah. But apparently they also... But this is by God's order. They also give light. Like, they're magical. Yeah. Yeah. These aren't just like a... a this is not a rod so, that's made out of gold. These are rods that that give off light. Yeah. And so this is the end of it's Adam's... It's like having a... This is the, this is the end of Adam's fearing of the dark. Being stuck in the yeah. cave in the pitch black. Yeah. So, yeah. God sends three angels... Because the first ones get, or the first ones, Michael. Michael, gets Michael get, brings rods. him a gift, yeah. the golden rods. Then Gabriel comes Gabriel. down, and he gives him uh, incense, right? Frankincense. Frankincense, yeah. Or incense, yeah. Yeah, sweet smelling incense. God command. No, these are all God. God's commanded all these angels to come and do this, and then uh, Raphael, and then Raphael. Raphael comes. brought him pizza. Yeah, that's a little too Raph. Jeez. No, so yeah, definitely Raphael comes and brings him myrrh. Yeah, which I was trying to figure out. Like, okay, myrrh. Uh, actually, he does say what these things are represent. Okay. Yeah, he does. In the next, next chapter, he does. So, well, yeah, because he says, "Oh, Adam saw it this way." He says. The gold was a token of the kingdom whence he had come. That the incense was a token of the bright light which he had been taken from. And that the myrrh was a token of the sorrow in which he was. Mm-hmm. That's Adam's interpretation. Like, kind of like, these things, thank you. But, you know, these are what they represent. But then, God, he, he says, I've given the these three tokens... Um, that thou trust in me and in my covenant. And God tells him what they are. Um, but then he uses the in- interpretation of, oh wait, for I will come and save thee, and kings shall bring me, oh, this is where it brings the Christian thing, and where we're gold, frankincense, myrrh, which Christ was brought, right? What's going yes. on? I was looking at the time. What time is it? Time you to watch? Are we like way oh. into it? So uh. yeah, so gold... So the incense and myrrh. Yeah, the gold is a token of my kingdom. The incense as a token of my divinity, and the myrrh as a token of my suffering and of my death. Myrrh is something that I guess you would you put on dead bodies. I don't know. Yeah, or it's a it's a healing thing too. He says, "But O Adam, put these in thy cave. The gold that it may shed light over thee. Yeah, that thou." The incense that thou smell it, sweet savor, yeah, and the myrrh to comfort thee in thy sorrow. So there's yeah. like uh, it, these these things are symbolic, but they're they're symbolic of different things to different people. And then God's like, hey, you get these, you remember, you know, all this good stuff instead. So can we can we can I just address that real quick? Or can we talk about that for a second? Sure. So I, I'm not sure where to go. I'm not, so I'm not going to like deviate too much here. But I, Frank, gold, 
for uh, incense and myrrh, and then obviously those are the same gifts that were given Did according you, to yeah. the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to the 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 Jesus birth uh, nativity story, obviously those are the same gifts that the wise men brought for Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So. Is that just like the thing that you give people that are awesome? Or is it like, hey, let's not get too creative with this story and let's just copy the nativity story and what gifts they brought? Well, or, you know what I'm saying? I think that we'll see in other things that they do talk about frank, frankincense and, yeah, I feel and like myrrh. The, I feel like I've heard those. So uh, they're, it's not necessarily that it's a Christian thing. Cause that's what I thought when I, I was like, okay, this is, this is cl- just clearly, this is Christian there. Of course the gifts are gold, frankincense and myrrh because that's what Jesus was brought, you know? Yeah. But I think that's what I'm saying. Is it, or is, or is it more of like a, Hey, this is like a super awesome occasion. We're not going to like, we're going to get an awesome gift. We're not going to just give them like a vase or something, you know, <laughs> we're going to give them like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, forget like the the we're not going to just get a some trivial gift. We're going to give them the gift. What's the gift? The gift. Gold, incense and myrrh. If you get those, if I came to your party, if you have a birthday party, like, when's your birthday? Sometime. Okay, we have a we have a birthday party for you next year. If I came to it and I brought you gold, incense and myrrh, you would be like that's the gift. Dude, like, what you know am saying? I? And so that's what I'm asking. Is it the gift? Well, or else you can just leave out the the incense and myrrh and just bring me the gold. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs it? But, but the, I'm saying these things are, are are gifts, but they're also symbolic. They they give they give them light. And that's what really matters, right? Not not the value. But I want the gold, dude. <laughs> it's not. It's not about the actual gift. It's not about the gold or the incense number. It's what's really. It's about is the meaning. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what. Yeah. These things, because they don't even. It seems like. Yeah, well, this is where the cave gold? goes from the cave, the cave. of darkness <laughs> to the sorry. cave of treasures, where because they start, they kind of do this thing where they put each uh, each piece. Uh, in a different corner of the cave. Yeah, it becomes like a little... Uh, and that's where it becomes the cave of treasures. Have you... You know what's funny is I've heard a few different myths over the years that include... That have... A, a cave of treasures like has been found Arabian in other Nights. stories. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're, ain't, they're old. They're old. This is like a... This has been... This, this whole concept of like, oh, the cave of treasures... Is something that's been like people have been putting in their stories mm-hmm. forever. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, just think of Aladdin. Yeah, there, that, there's this this hidden cave. They get he has to, you know, use these. Oh wait, that's actually. What's the no? There's the other one that Alibaba and the forty or thirty, the thieves. Mm-hmm. You know where he has to say open sesame. He has to know this the secret word to get into the cave, and there's all these treasures in there. So there's a couple. I mean, yeah. just in the Arabian thing, there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so if you want to write a book, oh, that's awesome. 
put a cave well, of treasures, has, dude. You have to have a cave of treasures. If it doesn't have a cave of treasures, don't even bother. Yeah, I won't read it. <laughs> that's, that's true. But yeah, here's where you... Uh, it says, these three things, as they continued with Adam in the cave, gave him light by night. And by day, they gave him a little relief from his sorrow. So they were... That's the best. They were good. That's the best. And the angel... Yeah. So... Um, gosh dang it. We got a, this is like a big, uh, <clears throat> epic. Yeah. I mean, cause I got so many notes in here. There's like the war in heaven. There's um, so much good stuff in here. Man. So also, um, there's Adam and Steve. <laughs> there actually is. <laughs> there's a part where Adam tries to. To convince, or the devil tries to convince Adam that it's that it was Adam and Steve at the beginning. Yeah. Um, well, not Steve. I don't know if his name was Steve, but no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it would How long been... are we going? How long have we been recording? So, so, I think over an hour now. So, um, yeah. Oh yeah, an hour and thirty minutes. Jeez, that's sick. No one's gonna watch this. Okay. So, anyways, uh, I, should we find a place to like end this one? Yeah. Let's just look. Can we mention that there was two other angels that come into the picture? Yeah. Yeah. Suriel or yeah. Suriel and Salathiel and Salathiel, which is a new one to me. Yeah. Um, and they come in with. Uh, they're the ones that bring him down, bring them yeah, down from the mountain. They do like some chores to help get the yeah. whole party ready. So it's like the yeah. the uh, the Raphael, Gabriel, and Michael are like the main angels. They that, bring the gifts. Yeah, and then the other two angels. No disrespect to these two angels either, but they kind of like are in charge of like arranging the. The party, the, you know, like okay, you bring transportation. the guests. Yeah, you bring the guests. <laughs> Their transportation. Yeah. <laughs> they're like the Uber of the angel world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They get from the mountain. <laughs> That's what we should do, man. A serial app. A Christian app. Finally, get a good Christian driving Finally, service. Yeah, Uber. It's about freaking time. Um. Yeah, and then uh, the last thing that I have, and then if any, if you have anything else to say that you can, but there's a lot to say. Cause... This is where I'll end it though. Is for myself is there's a there's a point when Adam I think that Adam starts to figure out that like when we need help, God comes. So they just him and Eve just he goes, hey Eve, we're gonna go up to the mountain again, and we're gonna sit here for like thirty five days and pray. Do you, do you remember that part? Um, so he goes. So where Adam, are you at? Adam's, where are you this at? Is chapter uh, 20, 32. No, 32. 32. And Adam's like, so it was. It was. It had been. It's on the eighth day, right? We're they haven't even eat or drank anything. Yeah. Okay. So Eve. So they haven't. They're they're hungry, and they say, "Hey, Adam's like, hey, we prayed." God to give us something from the garden, and He sent His angels. Yeah, angels brought us. He sent His angels, and they brought us what we did, what we needed. You know, He's He's like, hey, we just prayed, and they came, right? And then He says, 
So now get up, let's go to that sea of water we saw, and let us stand on it and pray for God to again bring us favorable things, right? And... Well, but he's saying, he's actually saying, praying favorable to us and take us back into the garden. Oh, that's right. He's like, <laughs> he's like, okay, well, we got, we just got some gifts. They're nice. Let's get Thank something you very that we much. Really want, though. But hey, man, this this prayer thing works. So then he goes, <laughs> then he goes. Then Adam and Eve came out of the cave. They went to that sea of water, and then Adam and Eve said, uh, uh, "Let's go down here and pray." With a burning heart and a sweet voice to forgive us. Mm -hmm. And I will go to another place and go to it like you do. Uh, then Eve went down into the water and as he commanded her. Adam also went down into the water and they stood there praying um, to be forgiven. And they stood there praying for like 30 days. Mm -hmm. Well, he wants to go 40 days. But then the devil... Okay. Gets into it, remember? The, the devil comes. Exactly. The devil's like, hey. Hey. I'm they're going to let you back. I'm they're going to... First off, the devil can't find him. He's looking at him for the in the cave and stuff. And it says, sought them in the cave, but found them not. Although he searched diligently for them. And then he finally finds them in the water. They were hanging out in that pure water. Yeah. And then he tricks Eve. He says... What does he do? Oh, speak oh, unto Eve. Peace be unto you. <laughs> That's right. He pretends like he's God again, right? Well, he he yeah. He sends a. He took. The he form sent of his. Angel. He 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 sent his angels. Wait. It says then the, in verse four. Then the hater of all that is good, did not go to Adam. He went to Eve. Yeah. And took the form of an oh, angel of yeah. God. Praising and rejoicing and said, and these are the words that we hear in other stories. Peace be unto you. Be glad and rejoice. God is favorable to you. And he already sent me to Adam. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I have brought him glad tidings of salvation. And of his being filled with bright light as he was of the first. And Adam in his joy for his restoration has sent me to come tell you too. Um, that I might crown you in light like I did with him. Yeah. So. Uh, and then so. the uh, So Eve believes him. He starts. Uh, and then also next thing you know. She goes and finds Adam in the water. And he's like hey there, Adam. He's still there praying. Yeah. And Adam's like. Eve, no! <laughs> Why? What are you doing? And uh, and he sank into the water, right? Yeah. And God looked on him. And he beat and his he, chest. He died. He beat his chest. It says, and upon his being about to breathe, oh, he's almost drowned. Breathe his last, and the word of God said, you know, go. So, and then Eve tells him, well. Gosh dang it! The devil got me, got me again, because he appeared and he even told the signs. You know, he talked about he talked about the how we were rescued off the mountain and the incense and yep. gold and myrrh that we were given. So he he would he everything he said checked out, and then Adam's like, oh, and but 
Then they, they, they do finish their fast. Yeah, they fasted for 42 days. So That was an epic fast. Yeah. Seems I mean, like all good fasts need to be around 40 days. I mean, if you don't fast for 40 days, then it's not real. You know? Supposedly that's supposed to be some kind of... It doesn't mean for 40 days, I don't know. Do you think Paul Bragg fasted for 40 days? Dude, brag, not to brag, but... Whenever he was, he had that liquid mercury, <laughs> that story, Yeah, I was so happy. Yeah. I was, he cleaned it, like, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Only we know what we're talking yep. about. Yep. we talked about. So that, that, we're on chapter 35 now. Okay. So That's we got right. about, we got about halfway through. Maybe next time we'll be a little more concise on our notes. Yeah. This is just the experiment. So anyway, so but what we want to get into um, eventually is, well, because there's the story coming up of Cain and, A- Cain and Abel, which is really the first murder. But then you have whenever men start to become wicked and come down yep, and start, start doing like becoming what we know is, you know, so our should world. I, should I show that picture next time then or should I show it now? Show now. So here's an epic. Let's Let's do it. Look at that. Check it out. Spend some good time looking at this picture. We're going to talk more about this next time. As you can see, uh, this is a photo of the picture, but... You think we're going to get to... uh, Or maybe not next time in the future. If you look on the right side, if you look on the right side, there's uh, some people in the mountains. Yeah, the good guys. That's what reminded me of when you mentioned up in the mountains. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, we're, we're both guessing that's Eve and Adam. In the middle there. Or even, is that somebody... Actually, that might be somebody trying to seduce... Actually, I think that might be somebody trying to seduce uh, Seth. I think we were way wrong. The yeah. fall of the children own... Yeah. yeah. Nope. Okay, so that's not Adam and Eve. We were, we there were, was no way there was man. that many people. Yeah. Because we they don't even invent trumpets till after that. Yeah. And that's, Okay. I was hoping that was Adam and Eve, but I think you're right. I like, think that's dude. not... Yeah. Eve ain't bad looking. Man. Yeah. So I was hoping that was, but it's not. It looks like that's actually Seth, probably. Yeah. So we're we might not. All right, get, get that. that off the screen. Get, I cannot oh bear gosh. it. Get, I can't bear it. Oh, get that. That's cool that you can do that then. But uh, so anyway, because um, there's a lot of of like getting to Enoch and his prophecies. Yep. I mean Noah and the flood and all the different. Th- different uh, iterations of that in different tradition. You Wait, know. Is it a raven or is it a dove? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because then we get into. Uh, I think you like, the camera again. Though. Mesopotamia. Oh, sorry. And you know their their flood myths and. Where did you get that book from? Is it is that about the oh is that the uh, it's got Gilgamesh? The, it's got it's got it's okay. yeah the creation flood Gilgamesh and other uh, Mesopotamia. Yeah, this is all. This is all for future yeah. stuff, info. But, so, if if uh, you do watch this and you have any ideas about anything, yeah. oh man, I guess, if you want. Yeah, no bet. pressure. I, you know, just can't bet you can't <laughs> wait till episode two. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, like I said, I'll now that I've kind of seen how, how we work this, maybe we'll have better notes out here 
so we can kind of follow something because it's more interesting to because i was like you know kind of looking through and being like oh well there's this that i highlighted but it's more interesting to see oh well this is yeah the the things i'm interested in talking about let me um let me just say that there's no question that this video probably sucked like when it comes to like organization Oh yeah. Okay. And yeah. Come on. Man. What do you mean? We took an. We were. Ta- it took us an hour to even get figure out how to use the. Yeah, it's not mentioned that too. Yeah, we had. Oh, we just did technical difficulties, and for all we know, we have a huge one happening here. But the thing is, is um, yeah, we didn't put like our heart and soul into it, but we definitely think that it'd be more worth it to put our heart and soul to it the next time if this turns out. Well, we right. didn't even know how it'd go. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, next time we'll we'll be more organized and. And, uh, yeah, talk about hopefully more clear and concise, more of a, I mean, not that. And Bedfords might, like, want to, like, help us. Yeah, we're trying to, we're waiting for that sweet Bedfords sponsorship. And so, anyway. Um, That's it. There we go. You want to do your thing? Uh, I don't have it synced up to where, so we'll just end it. Okay. <laughs> we won't do, like, the, what's that, what's that, what's The outro. Called? The outro? Yeah, we'll work, uh. That sweet intro you saw, we had an outro for it. We'll do it next time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, hey, get yourself. Oh, by the way, I wanted to give a shout out, quick shout out. If you if you don't want to buy it and you just want to listen to the book of the first book of Adam and Eve for free, we'll put it. We'll put the link in the in our notes. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, it's available on on uh, LibriVox. Yeah, we'll be at look at the links. In the video notes, yeah, we have and a few a few links to some resources there. Of yeah, the book and audiobook, right? Mm-hmm. See, there's the, anyway. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Oh, you got there's HP the book Lovecraft of on there. Yeah, uh, HP Lovecraft. That, we should do that next time. HP Lovecraft, <laughs> like the the real dark history of of the book of Adam. The old what's what's the, the old man the old man video the old man uh, story. What old man story? The one the in the cave? Old man. No, 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 that's uh-huh. a good one too. The old man in the house that got robbed and the people and he like I'm after I've I've only listened to a couple of stories. But anyway, so so this is gonna this will be a mishmash of, of different things that we're in a rested in, you know? Yeah. And I mean I'm excited. It got me like it's fun to be able to, to be reading and kind of researching something that I'm interested yeah. in. Yeah. So. I agree. All right. Well, we will see you next time. Hopefully, it won't be too long, and a few months we'll post this. All right. A few months. No, I'm just joking. I was like, "Geez, we're in trouble." Next week, same place, same time. Yeah, I get ready for the Gnostic deluge. Yeah. Okay, we ending. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.